0: Welcome to the WIDA Connect podcast series where we will explore all the hot topics affecting the equipment dealer industry. From industry news, government affairs, and manufacturer relations to business best practices, technology, and marketing for equipment dealers. Brought to you by the Western Equipment Dealers Association, here to advocate, elevate, and educate. And now, let's connect. I'm John Schmeiser and I'm the CEO of the Western Equipment Dealers Association. Thank you for joining us for this edition of Legislative Landscape. The topic we wish to address today are the recent changes to the Alberta Farm Implement Act and Farm Implement Dealerships Act. We're pleased to advise that the province of Alberta has accepted most of our recommendations while updating these two important pieces of legislation. As part of these changes, the two laws have been combined into one comprehensive piece of legislation that is now titled the Farm Implement and Dealerships Act, and it has been proclaimed and is now in effect. These changes are a result of our lobbying efforts with the Alberta government. Originally presented, discussed, and introduced in 2014, the updated provisions and amendments were never implemented. So following the election in April 2019, we met with the government officials and were able to bring this back to the forefront for discussion. In September of 2019, we met with the ministry and we were pleased the government followed through on their commitment to introduce and pass these changes in the spring 2020 session. The intent of the original Farm Implement Act was to provide protections to farmers when they purchased new farm equipment and implements. For the most part, These protections remain in place for our customers, and the amendments affecting your customer relationships are really minor in nature. And what we saw over time was the buyback laws were incorporated into the Farm Implement Act, and our association was also very active in 2002 when we were successful in securing the Farm Implement Dealerships Act that provided unprecedented dealer contract protection provisions. We're pleased to share that there are no changes to the most important provisions that were outlined in the Farm Implement Dealerships Act that addresses your sales and service contract with the manufacturer. The new combined Farm Implement and Dealerships Act is broken into three sections. Part one addresses the farmer customer protections and requirements on dealers and manufacturers in serving the customer. Part 2 outlines the dealership contract protection statutes that were in the Farm Implement Dealerships Act and now includes the updated repurchase provisions that were previously in the Farm Implement Act. I'll touch on those repurchase provisions in a few minutes. Part 3 addresses the Farm Implement Board governance, operations, and other general issues. For the most part, the provisions outlined in part three do not affect the dealer in either their relationship with the manufacturer or the customer. So when you review this new consolidated piece of legislation, the most significant amendments and changes that were made are beneficial to equipment dealers. So here are some of the key provisions, starting with repurchase provisions. So demonstrator equipment was not allowable for return under the repurchase provisions in Alberta in the past. And this was inconsistent with Saskatchewan and Manitoba. And now we're pleased to advise that here in Alberta, company-approved demonstrator equipment is now treated as the same as new or unused equipment and is subject to a return at 100% of the invoice price plus the transportation costs. Alberta also had a time limitation on the aging of new equipment that a dealer had on their lot. And if that equipment was older than 24 months old, a dealer could not return that new unused equipment to the manufacturer at the time of contract termination or cancellation. This was another issue that we proposed as an association. And so we're pleased to advise that the ministry has accepted our position that new equipment is new equipment as long as it hasn't been retailed to a customer no matter how long the dealer has had it in their possession. The definition of farm equipment remains the same under the new legislation. Farm implement means any implement, equipment, engine, motor, machine, combine, tractor, or attachment used or intended for use in farming operations however what we saw in the old regulations certain items were exempt and deemed not farm equipment even though that they could be used on a farm specifically this refers to dozer blades and scrapers we're pleased to advise that as part of these amendments dozer blades and scrapers are now returnable at the time of contract termination or cancellation the next issue is signage under the new legislation Manufacturer-branded signage is now part of the repurchase provisions. We are pleased that the government accepted our recommendation that all signs carrying the manufacturer's current logo obtained from and required by the manufacturer within five years before the expiration or termination of the dealership agreement are now returnable. The reimbursement rate on signs that meet these criteria is 50% of the original cost. The next issue for repurchase, computer hardware and software. Under the new legislation, we successfully lobbied for the inclusion of computer hardware and software required by the manufacturer. The new law states that all computer hardware and computer software obtained from and required by the manufacturer within two years prior to the expiration or termination of the dealership agreement and used exclusively to do business with that manufacturer is returnable at the time of contract termination or cancellation. The reimbursement rate on computer hardware and software that meet these criteria is 50% of the original cost. The same applies for special tools and service manuals. Under the new legislation, manufacturer-required special tools and service manuals are now part of the repurchase provisions. We're pleased that the government accepted our recommendation that all service manuals and special tools acquired over the previous two years before the expiration or the termination of the agreement be now returnable. The reimbursement rate on service manuals and special tools that meet this criteria is 50% of the original cost. However, if the dealer has in his possession any service manuals or special tools that were never used, the manufacturer is required to pay 100% of the dealer's invoice price on these items. Moving to replacement equipment, we're seeing more balance in this provision. If the manufacturer is unable to provide a dealer or a customer Parts that were ordered on an emergency basis, and by emergency basis that means being provided within the 72 hours in the normal season of use, the dealer was required to provide the customer with substitute equipment acceptable to the customer until the repair parts were available. In the old legislation, who pays the cost of the replacement equipment was never clear, and typically the dealer had the burden of the full cost of the replacement equipment in this scenario. We're pleased to advise that the new law is beneficial to dealers and put some responsibility on the manufacturer. So it's clarified in the new language that if in this situation the dealer and manufacturer will share 50% of the cost and the purchaser has the responsibility of the other 50% of the rental cost of that replacement equipment. I should point out that with these changes on repurchase provisions, Alberta's legislation is now aligned with neighbouring provinces of Saskatchewan and Manitoba that also have repurchase provisions enshrined in law. We as an association have long lobbied for harmonisation between the three pieces of legislation in the prairie provinces as we feel western canada is an integrated market therefore the laws affecting the dealers and how they do business with customers as well as the laws affecting the dealer manufacturer relationship should be the same in all provinces or should be harmonized in in all three provinces and with alberta's changes we do accomplish that goal one provision though that has been unique to alberta since the legislation was in place and is not currently in place in saskatchewan manitoba is direct sales so alberta has long required that any sale of new farm equipment to a customer must be through a dealer so specifically a manufacturer or a distributor cannot sell nor supply a new farm implement to any person except a licensed dealer in the province of alberta and as you can imagine, over the years, in our conversations with manufacturers, they have reservations about this provision and they have lobbied for its removal. Regardless of that, we're pleased to advise that direct sales from the manufacturer to an end user continue to be prohibited in Alberta under this new law. Related to direct sales is the purchase of equipment through a public auction. In the past, and we can confirm going forward into the future, the new legislation clearly defines that any farm equipment sold by anyone, by public auction, those pieces of equipment do not qualify for the protections or any provision under the new legislation. One thing of interest in this new legislation in Alberta is the notice of failure. So there is a new provision in place and is designed to provide increased agricultural consumer protection. If a customer has an equipment failure and they file a notice of failure to perform form and that is sent into the Farmer's Advocate Office, well, depending on the seriousness of that failure, the minister has the ability to publish the make, model, and serial number of farm improvements that were identified in that notice to failure to perform form. This is a public awareness issue. We don't know how much that this is going to be used in the future, But we are confident that this will be used sparingly and it would have to be a serious failure of multiple units of the same model before the Ministry would issue a notice out to the general public. The last significant issue in the update to the legislation deals with fines. The fines for a contravention of this legislation have substantially increased. So a violation of the Act now can result in a fine of no greater than $100,000. This is a substantial increase from the previous amount of $50,000. And most notably, should a manufacturer terminate your dealer contract without an order from the Court of Queen's bench, or your mutual agreement, each day after you receive that termination notice would be considered as a separate offense. So the level of these fines outlined in the legislation provide an added level of protection to a dealer when facing the termination of their contract. So in closing, we hope that you agree that the changes outlined in the new legislation are beneficial, not only for equipment dealers, but for the industry as a whole. Should you have any questions about these updated changes in Alberta or the laws that are currently in place in your province or state, please do not hesitate to contact our office. And thanks again for listening to this edition of Legislative Landscape. This has been to Connect. If you have a question, would like to suggest future topics, or just tell us what you think about the show, we'd love to hear from you. Visit us at westerneda.com. And don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to to Connect on iTunes. Thanks for listening. Until next time.